Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Down the block, Andrew Gunn. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. Uh, Panthers defeat the Warriors 32-6. to uh, Look, Panthers' ability to just turn it on is some of the best I've ever seen. Uh, look, even the Storm during their best years had periods where they would get in kind of dogfights and they'd get into, you know, they'd win 20-12. to 12 Or I mean, they were known for their grittiness, their grindiness. I'm trying to think of a team that almost on cue, flips into gear and completely dominates the opposition. The Penrith Panthers are incredible. Nathan Cleary, he is going to be one of the greatest we've ever seen. Like, barring injury, I don't know how that's not going to happen. He has just entered the top five for points scored in a final series at 25 years old. Past Lockyer, past Thurston, and he's 25. It is nothing short of incredible. And Nathan Cleary is already great, in my opinion. And he basically just has to continue the way he's going and he'll go down as one of the greatest of all time. Stop overhyping him. (laughs) I'm sick of it. Like, at what point, you know, I know immediately people are going to be saying, origin series, origin series. Boy, boys and girls. How old was Joey? How far into his career was Joey when he had his 2005 series? Yeah, 30s. Literally in his second last year of rugby league. Um, you know, so he's got plenty of time for that. Plus, he's already won three series as a player. He only has to win two more series and he equals Joey Johns for series wins. So, look, you can have the origin argument all you want. But we're talking about club here. And right now, at Club Rugby League, he is on the path to be one of the greatest we've ever seen. Yep. And uh, I was pretty critical of Nathan around the origin period this year, without a doubt. But... Because if the origin argument is the one you're holding on to, enjoy it whilst you can because well, it's a matter of time. And also, like, like, ask yourself a question. If all I can say is this guy has, he hasn't had his Joey Johns moment or his Cam Munster moment, if that's all you can say, you have to say to yourself, he's great. Yeah. Like, if that's the only knock you have on the bloke is that he hasn't had a series like Freddie Fittler, Joey Johns. Bruh, he's 25 years old. Like, this kid is unfrickin' believable One of the most unbelievable feats... In rugby league history, was Parramatta going three on the trot in the early 80s. He's not there yet. He could have done that by 25 years old. <laughs> He's very much on track too. With a squad that when he came into it, he was the only origin player. 
He didn't come into a crazy squad. He wasn't recruited into it. He has been a part of the building of one of the most dominant sides we've ever seen. Yeah. Ever seen. It is nothing short of amazing. And his ability just to turn up. And that was the scariest thing about his injury at the start of this year or middle of the year. There's nothing scarier than a Nathan Cleary that misses origin and loses it, loses origin, but also is fresh heading into finals footy and angry as well. That's the scariest Nathan Cleary you could get from a club's perspective. If anything, from a club's perspective, you'd almost want him to have this glorious origin series so he may just like take the foot off the pedal a little bit. But no, this is the only thing he can win this year. It's the premiership and he's fresh to do it. And I, you know, I know Nathan, he'd be devastated for Jerome Lewis at the moment, but I know Nathan, the sort of competitor he is, part of him would also be looking at this going, fuck, this is an opportunity for me to show what I can do on my own here. And yeah. you saw that on the weekend, played both sides of the ruck. Like his, his, his right centre was out too. So he had, uh, I think Garner was playing right centre. So Nathan just flipped the script, went to the other side and absolutely dominated. And what's, what's so impressive is like, so when, when Luai went down, I said, I bet you Cleary averages more than 150 metres a game for the final series. And it's easy to say that as a, you know, an analyst, you go, player should do X. How often does player not do X? Mm. Like, and yet Cleary, every time you go, he should do this, he goes, oh, yep, sweet, boom, done. He just nails it. Like, I, right now, he's averaging 150 I loved minutes. It. I loved him adapting on the weekend. You know, right, no Luai there, with absolutely no disrespect to Jack Cogger, but he's not Drome Luai. Luai's such a focal point of their attack on that left edge. Cleary doesn't go to the left that often. Like, they're, yeah. they're so regimented in the way they, they attack the Panthers. He sticks on the right. Dylan Edwards often sweeps there. It's Luai's left edge. And he went, he's gone. Oh, I'm going to start attacking the left. And he popped up there all day. Like, are we honestly about to see an even better version of Cleary? Have we been witnessing a Cleary with, you know, golden chains on him, sitting on one side because he's just doing the team's job? Are we about to see a yeah. Cleary that's, you know, sweeping both sides because now it's all on him to do that? I think so. Like, like that's insane. I don't know how it works on NRL.com and how they do their stats and everything, but for all runs, he's got 33 next to his name. Is it's that, terrible. Is it just when he goes over it, the advantage line, it's, is it? Or? It's one of my pet peeves in the way the NRL do their stats. It's basically half engaging defender. I, I think the way it works, and someone will be able to correct me out there, but essentially if he catches it and I think goes over the advantage line, if he passes four metres before anyone, they put it up as a run, which is yeah, okay. it's so stupid. Yeah. So like that compared to, say, Fox stats... Fox might have that he's had 10 runs or something and, and yeah. NRL will have 33. But it is wild when, you know, yes, that is ridiculous, but I look at these stats every single week. Mm. I haven't seen a halfback with yeah, 33. 33 there yeah, 33, yeah. It's still ridiculous. Yeah. And even so, like, he's still taking over the line, advantage line, engaging defence. It's still an awesome yeah. start, but just misleading runs-wise. It's still 194 metres, that trial that he scored at the end. That was just off Ooh. its head. It's, it's a real sign of, you know, some of the greatest players of all time, and that was very... That try that he scored, that was very much so like the tries that you see Wally Lewis score, where he just show it under, show it under, and everyone would just freeze. It's like everything just stops around Nathan. He's got all the time in the world. And it's, it's almost like it's a PlayStation game sometimes where he's just going at a faster pace than everyone else. Yeah. I was getting those Scotty Prince vibes with the back yeah, underneath. Yeah, out the back. Yeah. yeah, but you saw the defenders. They just like, like it was a good play by Nathan, but he didn't reinvent the wheel. He, two term, he turned two blokes under. Yeah, yeah. It, like he didn't, it wasn't mind-blowing stuff, but... The way that he does it and just his tempo mm. of when he does it, he just gets it right every single time. Yeah. So get a load of these completion rates for the Panthers in the last two final series. Oh, sorry. Going back to 2021, they've played seven games since that time. They completed 82% on the weekend. 
Grand final last year, 86%. Preliminary final, 83%. Week one and finals, 83%. 2021 grand final completed 82%. The prelim final that year, like an inexcusable 77%. <laughs> elimination final that year, they lost week one against the Bunnies. Elimination final was 84%. Week one, their worst in the last three years has been week one of finals in 2021 where they got done by the Bunnies at 75%. That is like... What? They just give themselves so many opportunities to win. Mm. You know, like if you could go to, let's say you could go to Kevy Walters right now and say, mate, we're going to give you guaranteed 85% completion rate in a finals game. Kevy go, I've won, the, I've won the comp. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm going to win the comp. The Penrith Panthers do it week in, week out. It is, I'm, I think they're the only team this week that completed over 80% actually. Um, I'll have to have a look at that. Could you just check that for us, please? I think they're the only team. Mate, they were outstanding. And, you know, if you, if you're not, if you can't appreciate Nathan Cleary and respect his incredible ability, then then the problem's with you. Like you, you know what I mean. Like <laughs> You've got issues. You, yeah, like the problem is you clearly just don't like the bloke because he's great. Like, what has he done where you can't sit back and go, you know what? He's a bloody good footy player and he's one of the best ones we've seen. Like, I've spent the last few years just trying to convince people to give that up. I'm at the point now where I go. If you can't appreciate it, that's on you and you're just going to miss out on watching proper greatness in yeah. front of you. And, and you'll be a part of the crowd. Like, for example, when Joey played, there were plenty of people that were anti-Joey. Everyone, he's not as good as Sterling. Yeah. You can't possibly say he's better than Sterling. Same as when Sterling was coming along, though. same people said Langlands. He can't keep up with Langlands. He mm. can't keep up. You know, like, the game advances and so it should. Yeah. doesn't uh, take anything away from previous legends, but guys should be advancing. Mm, yeah. Only other team was Canberra, eighty four percent. Yeah, wow. So there's only them and Penrith, and like Canberra, if they had, we'll get to Canberra. But um, but just shows you like you've you've got the greediness of the Raiders, which is literally it's not the only reason, but essentially the only reason they're in the eight is pure grit. So you've got the greediness of that plus also the roster, the best roster in the comp. Like that's and, why they're the best. And on Cleary, let's look at Jonathan Thurston, a bloke that every chance he goes down is an immortal in the future. And at no point here am I saying Nathan Cleary is better than Jonathan Thurston, not my argument, but Jonathan Thurston played in two grand finals in his entire career. Yeah. One one in Golden Point, and then the other one he came off the bench for the Doggies as a young fellow and played a handful of minutes. Mm. Nathan Cleary is on track to do four in four years. Yeah. And, and uh, like you can use different stats to make your argument mm. of, well, Thurston's better because of the Dally M's or Smith's better because of the length of career, consistency. For sure, for sure. I don't think anyone here is saying that you have to put Cleary above or equal to these players. But if you can't admit that he's on trajectory to be in the conversation with those players, I just don't think you're being fair. You're not giving a fair, reasonable take on where this kid is at right now. You just aren't. Three Origin Series, probably should have won the Dally M a couple of years ago, but event, you know he's going to win a Dally M. He's got two premierships. He's on the way to his fourth his fourth grand final in a row. Yeah. Yep. Like fourth grand final in a row. Holy shit. Um, it's amazing. It's amazing. Now, other players are impressed. I thought Dylan Edwards was really good, especially in the first half, but I thought that he did exactly what you need Dylan Edwards to do. You know, he's he's not like Reese Walsh, he's not like Kalen Ponger, but Jeez, he, when he does what Dylan Edwards does best, which is just tough as anything carries, constantly bending the line, constantly taking sets that, you know, maybe Penrith are getting a bit dominated in the middle and then 
Edwards takes a run, all of a sudden it's a quick play of the ball, all of a sudden that the pace of the game is picked up. I thought he did a really, really good job, especially in the first half. On those completion rates I mentioned before and why they are so so reliable, Penrith, we mentioned players earlier like Caelan Ponga and Reese Walsh and they're just this eccentric, exciting, attacking, flaring players. They will often have more errors in the game because of the way they play their footy and they chance their arm and they throw the ball around. Dylan Edwards is reliable. He's a high percentage player. Yeah. He doesn't go for stupid plays that aren't on. All that ties back into a Penrith Panthers eighty plus percentage uh, rate every single game. Yeah, yeah. He's so reliable. So reliable, and that's his role. Yeah, that's his role, and that's why, as we said, like you can get the excitement machines of KP and Reese, but at the end of the day, what would you rather? I'm not saying you would say, oh, I would rather Reese Walsh or I'd rather Caleb Ponga, but from a fan of a team's perspective, would you rather a fullback that's going to do his job to win premierships or would you rather the highlight reel? And that's what makes Dylan Edwards' position. Uh, it may not be better for other teams, but for this team specifically, it is absolutely perfect what he does. Yeah, without a doubt. He, um, I think the guy that he sort of reminds me of, and you go back to that Cowboy side, the one in 2015, Lachlan Coop was very similar. Mm. There was better fullbacks yeah. around. They had more Heaps stats. They had more highlights. Similar to Lachlan Coop. He only plays one side of the ruck, essentially. Uh, mm. But he's the perfect fit for that footy side. Yeah. Yeah. Going back, sorry, to Cleary just quickly. How – like that – Nathan Cleary was summed up with his choices for Liam Martin, where he takes the run before – he beat a couple of defenders and offloaded was on the ground as the ball was being played. He rushes back to his feet to get behind the play of the ball, gets the ball, cut ball to uh, Martin, they score. Yeah. With one boot on. Yeah. <laughs> Mate, seriously. They reckon on that play, it was all set for them to kick to Crichton on the other side and Nath overcalled it as he was on the ground. <laughs> he got up and got the ball, put it on. <laughs> hey, mind, he went down that edge where like, you got Luke Garner at 5'8". Like, the play was to kick to Stephen Crichton. Mm. Mm. Good as gold, sweet. Nath on the ground goes, no, nah, I can put a try through here. Yeah. Shit. Amazing. And I like, I just love the fact that he has every reason to just be like, look, the games, we're going to win this game. We're all good. I'm Nathan Cleary. I'm on a million bucks a year. I'm the big dog. Nah, he is fighting and battling in every single play. Um, I will say, though, offside. <laughs> <laughs> It's so weird how, like, the, the like the, that rule of being in front of the play of the ball when they play it. Now, granted, he was, like, it was timing, like, perfect, like half a foot. But, like, they'll call that yep. randomly with some forward that's, like, fucking 30 and seconds. And when they though. do call it, I sit there and go, how did they see that? Yeah, yeah. Christ, that's impressive. Yeah. <laughs> and then you see it happen, and it's just like, yeah, sweet. It's bizarre. Anyway, um, it's one of those ones where I'm like, look, it was so touch and go. If you watch the replay, like it was like half a foot. Mm. It's like, you know what, just give it to him. Um, yeah, it was crazy. Uh, another guy I want to speak about, we spoke about Taruva. But like, this is how good Toto is. This is how fucking good this guy is. A try. So no one's spoken about Toto's performance. It's all been Taruva, you know, Cleary. He had a try. He had 21 runs, 174 metres, 63 post contact, which I think is the... It's the highest for the game. Highest for the game, of course. 13 tackle breaks. Two line breaks. Toto just did that. No one's speaking about it. That's how good this guy is. Again, another player, if he continues to do this for the rest of his career, you have to put him in the conversation as the best winger we've seen. You have to. Like, tell me someone else that's doing this week in, week out. I was doing my review the other night and uh, I went through this and honestly, I got to 174 run metres and went, oh, 
flight game. Is he slow? Yeah. Injured? Unbelievable. It is 13 tackle breaks. And you could tell, like, a lot of their game plan the other day was to keep the ball away from Brian Tyler. Yeah. It was very evident the entire every, game. T- every single team that plays the Penrith Panthers, one of their biggest game plans, literally. Like, sometimes, I would argue sometimes it's bigger than shutting Cleary down because guess what gives Cleary the space to do what he does? It is Brian Toto's runs out of his own half. It's his kick returns. Everyone that plays the Panthers is trying – to nullify and make it so that Toto touches the ball as little as possible, and he still does that. Mate, if you would have said to me this morning who had more tackle baits, Jordan Rapana or Brian Toto, I would have never said Brian Toto. Yeah. Mm. It's it's unbelievable what he does each each week. And he also – so he won player of the series for Origin too, yep. correct? Yeah. Which is deservedly so. Deservedly so. Keep in mind, he won player of the series for the Blues in a series that they lost 2-1. He's a winger that scored one try. Far out. He's but. he's become long ago boring to talk about. Same thing every week. Kajillion so meters, Kajillion uh, post contact, tackle breaks, finishes everything, never drops a ball. Same thing every week. He's getting into like Teddy areas when he, you know, Teddy had those four years in a row where yeah. he was just so good, so consistently that you you don't even talk about it because you're like, that's just boring. Like I'm saying the same thing yep. every single week. And that's how good Toll is getting. He's getting so good. That when you talk about the best winger in the comp, people bring up other wingers like Dom Young or Greg Marju because it's like, oh, yeah, of course Toto is actually the best winger, but like it's Toto. Yeah. That's how good he is. Yeah. It's un- Leaps it's- and bounds above everyone else. Everyone else. Like if put it this way, if you went on the street and asked footy fans who's the winger of the year or who's the best winger in the comp, they most of them would probably pick all these other guys and yet he literally just won player of the series for New South mm-hmm. Wales from the wing in a losing side. That's how good he is because he's just cemented himself as he's a tier above. Like, no one's doing what he's doing consistently week in, week out, year on year. He's like, this is off the top of my head, but if we went through each position, he'd be the only player in the comp where he is in a tier of his own and then the debate, right, who's second? Probably that and Cleary. Probably that and Cleary. Outside of that, I'm trying to think of every other position you could go back and forth all day long. Fullback, KP, Teddy, Reese Walsh. Six. You know, like, uh, at least with Cleary, yeah. you, like, there is the example of getting to rep footy where DCE can outplay him. Yeah, good point. Yeah, that's, awesome. that's a good yeah. point. Toto. That's a really good point. Yeah, like maybe Harry Grant at hook up. Well, you know what? That's Toto. really fair because there's a lot of people that would have DCE for Australia over mm. Cleary. I was thinking, when I mentioned that, I was thinking he might have DCE. Like, fuck, that is good. Yeah, that's a really good point. Whereas, like, Toto, he's getting picked, boom, yeah. straight away. In any, whether he plays Samoa or Australia... Mm. Yeah, it's a good point. Really good point. It's one of your best there, Timmy. Thanks, mate. You have a look at his last three <laughs> I'll seasons. I'll the occasional one. <laughs> Toto's last three seasons in which they've won two comps and they're potentially heading to a third. He's averaged 245 run metres, 203 and 202. Fuck. Jesus. And, like, I, I always use the example. Do you remember when Blake Ferguson had that year a few years ago where we all fell over at how much he did? Yeah. His peak season was 200 average run metres. He's done it across three seasons. And in the Origin Arena, he does even more. Yeah. It's seriously amazing. Um, another bloke I want to talk about, which I thought was just, you know, it's why they're the big dogs, but James Fisher-Harris. You know, you could tell Adam from Noor Blake, he went there to try and ruffle the feathers. He went there to try to go to the big dogs. They didn't flinch. Like Fisher-Harris and that literally didn't flinch. They just, their ability to kind of, it's, it's one thing as a front rower to be up for a couple of years of rugby league of, being the alpha dog, but to be for like three years in a row, have a target on your back, every other forward pack is like, mate, 
I just want to get one over Fisher Harris. Like I just want to be on the highlight reel for getting one over Fisher Harris. And it's like, where is that? Where's the where's the moment where you went, you know what? I think Fisher Harris got dominated. I think Leota got dominated that game. Yeah, and people get upset when I say it, but mate, they, these two, like they're heading into like Webkey, seven receiver sort of areas. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if they were playing Origin, more people would be going would be on the bandwagon of Leota Fisher Harris. But yeah. They clearly that whole team. What do we watch for the Brisbane Broncos versus Storm? What do you reckon? What do you reckon the Broncos are doing without Payne Haas and Paddy Carrigan in the middle? Pretty much like nothing. Yeah. What do you reckon the Panthers are doing without Leota and Fisher Harris leading them in the middle? Like they'd be okay. They'd be nowhere near as good as they are right now. Tyler would probably play prop and be the best prop in the game. Yeah, probably, probably. I, I just I am amazed at you know. Week after week, they have a target on their back from some of the toughest people in world sport. Rugby league front rowers are some of the toughest people in world sport. Fisher, Harris and Leota every week have some of the toughest people doing video session going, it will make my year if I fucking dominate them. And every single time they win the battle. It is absolutely incredible. Yeah, and I, I think Fish quite often, you know, he, he probably gets a little bit more um, applaudance. But <laughs> Leota over the last two years, I, I just always go back to that grand final. Mm. And, you know, it was, all, it was all about Junior. It was all about Regan in that week. Just played him off the park. You know what I reckon it is? I reckon Fisher-Harris is the big dog in attack. Leota's the big dog in defence. Mm. And that's why you get Fisher-Harris, you know, getting more praise because we that's obviously fair. focus on, yeah. on attack. Whereas Leota's their best defender. Like his tackling technique and the ability to snap people, and also very rarely head highs, very rarely suspended. It is nothing short of incredible. And you know we know how good that Warriors pack has been all year long. And you know I actually didn't think the Warriors played that poorly as well. I, I actually think they were quite brave in, in periods. Mm. But I mean I think it was like the first half, the Panthers had sixty plus percent possession of the ball. Yeah, and you, and you could really tell like like the Panthers. And, you know, this is what these great Melbourne Storm teams did. They would have looked at the New Zealand Warriors of that SJ and gone, okay, what's your strength? It's your middle forwards. Mm. If you look in, in the first half, I think it was Egan, Barnett, AFB and Torhu, they combined for 95 tackles. Far out. So the Panthers just went, we're just going to turn under all day and play all through the middle and we're going to gas you out. And they got to the second half and the Warriors just had nothing left. Yeah. So smart. Like, think about that game plan. We're going to turn you under all day so that – you're gassed when you get the ball back because you're not as heavily reliant on the backs as we are. And then when our forwards are defending, they are fresh as anything to absolutely bash you. It's it's such a smart game plan. And, and again, the difference is, is that I'm sure plenty of coaches have the game plan. The difference between the Panthers and everyone else is every single player executes yeah. a game plan. Yeah. Every single player. And that's where as well, when they are playing like that, it's where I think it's the most underrated part of Dylan Edwards' game, him around the ruck. He might not be the fastest guy, whatever it might be, but he's just hard to handle through there. When how he good, gets into dummy half. Mm, how good is his linebacker from dummy half? Yeah, how good? Yeah, yeah, out of yeah. nowhere. And you could just see as soon as he went, you saw you saw AFB just go, fuck, Christ, give me the big boys all, mm. all day. I just can't handle this guy through <laughs> yeah. the middle. Yeah, so impressive. Um, another guy, I want to give a shout-out to uh, Ivan Cleary. Like Selection-wise, when finals comes around, he freaking nails selections. Honestly... Luke Garner for me was like, he was nowhere near that top 17. Like he was like, wow, I actually thought he would go on and do some really great things at the Panthers. You know, maybe he's more of a reserve grade level player. Gets picked at centre and was outstanding. 
I remember when we went on the on the country tours. I remember driving up there. The Panther, you know, that was start around one. I remember thinking, "Chase Luke Garner's going to explode this mm. year." By the time we left the country tours, I thought we're not we might not see Luke Garner again this year, mate. And then he gets picked in centre come finals time and kills it. Yeah, what a joke. They go, Tunga goes down injured for a while. Mm. So, despite all these plethora of outside back options they could play there, they went with Zach Hosking, and the back row kills it at centre. Had the best ball playing, best ball playing centre at the club, <laughs> evidently. Get to finals week one. Tungo laid out. Sorry, last week. They swap edges, Tungo and Crichton, yeah. just because they can. Week one of finals. All right, Tungo's out. Expect Hosking to go back there. Nah, let's put Luke Garner there. Nice. Garner goes in there and kills it. Had that beautiful line break. What Run a great line early yep. in the game off Cleary, I think it was. I was so excited for Garner because I, I, like we all did, but had really high expectations for him going to Penrith. Same thing, thought he'd kill it. I don't think it's been a case of him underwhelming as such. I think you've just seen Hosking and Sorensen in particular step up and play so many games this year that he had his opportunity at the start of the season, didn't take it, hasn't had the opportunity to come back in. So to see him do that on the weekend, mm. uh, I still have faith that there's a big future ahead for him. Just a hard system to crack, isn't it? Well, he, he might have just jugged himself a bench spot. Maybe. You know, like because maybe he he pushes Hoskins off the bench. You know, you just you just don't know. You just don't know. You know what I love about what Ivan's done? As you said, so many different guys playing so many different positions. Honestly, there is nothing that could happen injury-wise in the next two weeks that they couldn't handle. Mate, I'd go as – yeah, you're right. Like, outside of maybe Cleary, but even then I'd go, you know what, maybe Cogger can just somehow get the boys around the park. Cogger's had his opportunity. Like, at least whatever happens and they have to put someone in, it is someone that has done the job this yeah, year. Yeah, so yeah. They're prepared so well. Yeah. Are we expecting Luai back for the prelim? They're talking like he's back for the prelim. But then <clears throat> if they do, like, if they play that way with what they've got, do you risk Luai re-injuring whilst he's playing mm. And not having a six for the, you know what I mean, for half the game is. Well, maybe they can carry Cogger. Ca- carry Cogger at fourteen. They've done it at times this season, so I think they probably just yeah, do that. maybe that. That'd probably be the smart thing mm. to do because they've got so many other guys who can cover other positions, yeah. and that's so good what they've yeah. done. Well, whether it's true or not, I don't know, but they reckon that Jerome Luai, he was out the front of the stadium having photos as they arrived the other day, and and they reckon he was telling fans that he'd play next week if they were playing. That was obviously pre-game before they won. Uh, so you'd have to think in two weeks' time. Yeah, well, well, I mean, yeah, look, whoever plays there is going to bloody handle it. We know that. Um, Liam Martin, we've already spoken about him. Absolute dog. Isaiah Yo, similar-ish, getting into the areas of like, just puts up these crazy mm. numbers week in, week out. Like 25 runs, 196 metres, 55 post-contact, three tackle breaks, 43 tackles, zero misses. You know, like, it, I just... He just fits that system so well. I actually think that, you know, maybe if he went to another club, he would be a good, strong first grader, but might not fit their system as well. But he's just perfect for what the Panthers need. He really is perfect for what they need. Uh, Lindsay Smith, who came off the bench, he played 38 minutes. He had 31 tackles, none missed. Fucking unbelievable. Unbelievable. The standards just don't drop with the, Warriors, uh, with the Panthers, even when they're up, you know, 20 nil or whatever. They all just continue to play exactly the way they should be playing. It's just phenomenal. Um, what about Tyron Peachy might win a premiership this year? <laughs> the Peach. I mean, he didn't play that well on the weekend, but the <laughs> Peach. Could you imagine the Peach winning a premiership? What a story. Oh, mate, the best story ever. Uh, anyone else impress you boys for the 
Critter, outstanding. No, it's, it's all good, mate. It's just almost boring to talk about yeah. with them. It's too good. Too bloody good. Now to the Warriors. Um, look, the score obviously nowhere near what they would want. I, I didn't think they played that poorly, um, but I also think that even with Shea in there, I still think they lose by two or more tries. And I think it was a really good example of they're still probably just a tier away from the top tier. And I think we, we all could understand that, but I think we saw it in first person, like the top tier are the Panthers and the Broncos. And I just don't know where the Warriors right now have that little extra gear in them. Now they can beat the Knights for sure, but can they beat the Warriors or Panthers? Sorry, can they beat the Broncos or Panthers this year? I just don't know if they have it in them yet. We said it last week. I think there are, as you said, mate, there are levels to this. The Panthers and the Broncos are a step above the Warriors. And I know Warriors fans get upset by that, but, you know, the reality is premierships aren't won in a season. They're mm. won over years. Mm. And this is a Warriors team that has made huge jumps this year, uh, but it's it's going to take time. And they are not at the level of the Panthers or the Broncos at the moment. Does that mean, you know, I'm not saying they're ruled out for this competition, but I just, I just even with SJ, mate, I still don't think... <coughs> They, got, they would have got within 12 points of this Panther side. Yeah, I agree. I think oh, – look, what I did love, though, I thought they were gutsy. I know the scoreboard doesn't reflect it, but I thought they were super, super gutsy. There was a lot of big defensive plays, and the Panthers were just almost perfect. Like, yeah. they were genuinely choking the life out of them for the first 40 minutes. So, yeah. I, I love with Penrith how there's just so many times that they're, you know, five, ten metres out from the line, they're in a corner – Nath Curry just goes, Liam Martin, you just get tackled there. Let's yeah. get up. All Let's good. Go. Let's yeah. get him here again. What do you reckon, Timmy? Yeah, it was, as soon as that uh, Sean Johnson news came through, it was such a dagger because no one sort of fancied the Warriors too, too much going into this, but with Sean Johnson there and the football he's been playing this season, they're a fighter's chance of causing an upset. They've got the pack to, you know, put it somewhat to Penrith with, with Fanua Blake, Torhu, a few of the, the gun big boys there. You just knew that points were going to be really hard to come by there. And, and I suppose, give him a bit of credit, you know, they lost their two starting halves. They've had just about all season in Metcalf and Johnson within the same week or two. So I was always going to be backs against the wall. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You know, we looked down the track. We got to the preview of the Knights game later, but very, very winnable for them. Mm. You know, if they get through to a prelim against the Broncos, I don't think they'd beat them. I think they can beat them, though, so they've got the pack to, to put it to them. So just need to see this side with uh, SJ back in playing finals footer because he's got the experience. We know he's a big game player. Yeah. Yeah. One thing I will say, though, is that when you don't necessarily have the roster, you've got players out, you don't want to beat yourself. And their completion rate, you want to be at least – like, for example, you look at the Raiders and you go, okay, they lost – but at least they gave themselves every opportunity to win that game. They completed high, did everything they could to give good field position. And with the Warriors, even on top of the fact that the Panthers were so clinical, they just they made 14 errors. And it's just like you're never going to be – you're never going to give yourself a close to a chance against the top-tier sides 
making 14 errors. Isn't it just evident once again how, how heavily they worked over the middle? Out of the Warriors' starting pack, only one of them made below 32 tackles, and that was Mitch Barnett, and he only played 40 minutes. He made 27 tackles. Mate, they were just gassed. Yeah. I mean, that's probably why they made so many errors, because they were so yeah. tired. Yeah. And that's it. It's like, you look at the scoreline and go, oh, what a horror showing Warriors week one of finals. It's the Penrith Panthers. They do it to every team week mm. in, week out. Like, it's, it's not, didn't come a surprise to anyone. Nine line breaks to nil. Mm. That that's is, tough. That's a lot. I mean, there was the try the Warriors score where Dallin went down the side. That nearly had to have been a line break. But regardless, pretty daunting stat. I mean, it, it reminds me of almost the Sharkies game a few weeks ago where they completely dominated them. And you couldn't watch that game and say Sharkies didn't have a dig. Like, mm. everyone agreed. Sharkies, they defended their asses off. But... This is a Panthers side that they're the grittiest side in the comp, plus they're also the most talented side in the comp. So usually you get one or the other. Super gritty, super talented. Mm. They're both. And that's just the way it is right now. Yeah. It really just is. like It's hard to be hypercritical of the, the Warriors after losing a key player. And also, as I said, if you're going to be critical, it's just about the completion rate. You, that's something you can control. That's something that you can give yourself an opportunity. But in regards to individual performances, um, look, Egan worked his butt off. Um, you know, Chance had some some moments in regards to just working his butt off. But individually, I don't think really anyone stood out for me positively. Uh, negatively, I did think on the edges, they fell into some old habits. Um and looked quite brittle uh, when they'd been quite good for a while, especially, you know, to, to top it all off, um, the Cleary try. It's like situations like that, Cleary's not overly fast. He's not Benji Marshall. That's just purely poor reads and poor communication in defence. So that's where I'm a little bit concerned is their edge defence. Yeah, and that was a big talking point coming into this season, I remember. Sort of one thing that I was really focused on. They had improved it a lot, but... I mean, this does sort of go back to what we you know, what we spoke about last week. Like, at the end of the day, this Warriors side, they've had a fantastic season. They've been really good. But, you know, that's now their fifth game uh, against a top four team this year. I went five. Mm. Yeah. And, I mean, you'd, you'd, you'd count the Broncos game top four and they didn't even have any of their origin players. Yeah. So, as we said, there's levels to this and... <sighs> You don't win a premiership in one season. You build it over years and years yeah. and years. And the Warriors are heading in the right direction. But, and you know, this this might be a good thing, Kempi. Give them a reality check of where they... It's good to be here, but this is where you need to be. Yeah. Yeah. And I think there's... Same as the Penrith Panthers when they took on the Melbourne Storm a couple of years ago. Mm. You're here, that's good. Yeah. You've got to be mm. here. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good point. Um, I mean, Broncos bowing out last year. It's like, yep. yeah, you did so well, but it means literally nothing now. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, hard to talk about the Warriors. We'll talk more about the Warriors in the preview of the game for the weekend. But, um, yeah, just a lot of effort. But not only were they a better side, you didn't really give yourself the best opportunity to stay in the fight. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Sick of being upsold at gyms? 
My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.